chapter 5, if you want to go with me there. Ephesians chapter 5. Amen. I, I don't have a lot of notes today. i got a few scriptures wrote down. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, one of these days, maybe I'm going to get confident preach from one of them electronic devices like a lot of people have grown accustomed to. That just scares me. I'm afraid it's going to blink and go out. And at least this thing is right here. Right. And, I, and I, I'm comfortable with that. But there's a lot of things I want to take notes on. Sometimes I can't read my own writing anymore. So maybe the Lord will work it all out for me. Till then, we're just going to keep on preaching and praising God. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. But Ephesians chapter 5, Amen, in verse 23, it says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be subject to their own husbands and everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing away uh, of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies have. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of one body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Praise the Lord. Would you pray with me, Heavenly Father? We love you. Thank you for all things today. Thank you for the spirit of the Lord that we've felt already. Thank you for not only the things that you've already done in this service, but the things that you're going to do. God, we pray your blessings upon us today. Help us to press in and receive what you have in store for us. Bless it today. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you want to be. Amen. But you know, uh, I guess in the order, it's God first, and man, then wife, children, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, man, we've got a lot of responsibility at times, but, you know, uh, the responsibility uh, becomes super easy if we just learn to yield to the Spirit of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Now, I know there's a lot of... Uh, uh, well, I had a pastor friend of mine. But I tell you what he used to call some men, and he won't get mad at me, right? Because it was his words, not mine. But he used to use the term jelly belly. And he'd say there's a lot of jelly belly men out there today, amen, that won't own up to the responsibility, amen, to God and man. And thus for things are just can be in such a wreck sometimes, amen. Uh, but I'm so thankful that uh, we do have a God. And you, you all are here to worship this God. Amen. We have a God. His name is Jesus. Praise right. the Lord. And if we can just learn to follow His will right. and His plan, everything else will fall into shape. Amen. Right. But we got to put our trust in Him. Amen. Glory to God. And, and I, I'm telling you, and that's just Great. the way it is. Praise yeah. the Lord. Amen. And I know uh, men... Just because the wife's supposed to be subject, amen, that don't, that don't mean that, uh, you know, we're to be big old bullies and begin to boss around 
That just means that, you know, God is the head of us. And as we answer to God, amen, he's going to keep you and I, and he's going to keep our families also by the leadings of the Lord. Praise right. the Lord. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm telling you something. There's nothing more perfect and more genuine and more great, amen, than a family that understands the order in which they were created, amen, and a man that will take the bull by the horns and say, I'm going to follow God. I'm not going to get sidetracked. I'm not going to let nothing, no, no, no stumbling block intervene with my walk with the Lord, but I'm going to live for God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, can I say this and, uh, and move on past it? Praise the Lord. I'm thankful also for the, for the women of God in this world that maybe don't have a man right now or maybe never did that still know that living for God is the right thing to do. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. There's nothing that God can't do through people. Amen. That will be sold out in such a way that we're going to find a way not only to love God but be obedient yeah. unto His Word. I'm yeah. telling you, uh, well, Praise God, I'm telling you, yeah, there's times we have troubles, and there's times things come upon us. Oh, but more than not, it's because we've got out of the will of the Lord. But if you and I can find ourselves in the Scripture and doing what the Bible said, I promise you, no matter what you and I go through, amen, God will bring us out of it. Some people one time I said I'd I'd make a great 
marriage counselor. When they come to me with all their bag of problems, I'd simply give them the word of God and I'd ask the man, do you love your wife as yourself? Come on, somebody. And I'd ask the wife, are you reverencing your husband the way you should? Oh, come on. And are you both wrapped up, tied up, tangled up with Jesus? And I'm going to tell you something. Without God, it is impossible to do anything to be a God's will. That's right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But if we get out of the book, if we're not careful, amen, we have some problems, don't we? I'm going to go to, on into chapter 6 for just a little bit. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is first commandment with promise. Remember he said that if the children offered their, uh, or honored their father and mother, the days would be long upon this earth. Uh, amen. Glory to God. So that's the first commandment with promise. He said in verse 3, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on earth. Verse 4 is where I want to go get to. He said, And you fathers, provoke not your children unto wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition, admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient unto them, your masters. I'm going to stop there because that said a mouthful right there. Amen. When it said for the men not to provoke their children unto wrath. Come on. Amen? Yeah. I can understand the things that we've done before we knew God. Right. If we were wrapped up, tied up, tangled up with the world, the world is what we knew, right? right, right. We knew in our own way on how to get along in the world. Things that you have to do, things, the code that you live by. Amen? But when you begin to learn who Jesus is, from that day forward, you have an obligation, uh, amen, to teach your children how to live for God with everything that is within you. Amen. Right, amen. Come, on. Come on. Amen. It's hard road sometimes, uh, amen, to live by, but we're obligated, uh, amen, to, to bring our children up in the way they should go. Amen. And I know a lot of times we use this scripture in terms of don't pick on your children don't do something that would cause them to get angry and mad at you oh but this scripture is way deeper than that uh, amen don't uh, teach them in such a manner uh, amen that's going to cause them uh, amen to be like the world instead of like God come on exactly. amen don't teach them how to bring wrath down upon themselves there's coming a day that uh, men folk we're going to stand in judgment but our children are also amen we've got to throw them all the lifelines that we can it is impossible to teach our children amen about the things of God unless we 100% believe in God Right. Amen. amen amen my grandpa believed in God but didn't always go to church so a lot of times the, the, the teaching about God was left up to grandma, amen, until his later years and he began to go to the house of the Lord. Come on, somebody. But I'm telling you, men, when we get sold out and we have a heart and a made-up mind, I'm going to 100% please God. It'll make a better daddy out of you. It'll make a better husband out of you. Come on, somebody. Your eye will become more pleasing unto God. Yes. Uh, we can't sit on the sidelines. Uh, amen. And 
children to the house of the Lord uh, and expect to be uh, in the will of the Lord. Amen. 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 Because that's what a man's job is, to encourage, to love. Amen. To pull with everything we've got. Amen. To not only be the best man that we can be for God, but that we can be the best dad we can be for our children. The best husband we can be for our wives. And it's not that there won't be highs and lows. You know, what we need to understand as dads or fathers, amen, that the best teaching of the world, sometimes our children are going to make mistakes. Oh, come on, somebody. We've got a father in heaven. Amen. A mighty God that loves us with a dying love. I'm telling you, he gave his life for you and I. But still yet, we become children of mistakes. Amen. But he don't quit loving us, does he? Amen. So we can't quit loving our children or pulling for them as well. Amen. Come on, somebody. Oh, I know sometimes, amen, things are going on that's heartbreaking and heart-wrenching to you and I. Amen. But look, amen, all we can do is control, amen, what's put within our control according to the Word of God. If you and I will be obedient to this and try to teach our children as it teaches us to teach them, oh, come on, somebody. But when we become powerless, we've got a God that through the power of prayer, it empowers us. But when we're unable to work on our children in the natural, we've got a God. But through fasting and prayer, amen, he can go beyond where we can go. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, I wanted children my whole life, and uh, I was 30 uh, years old, 31 years old before my son Emmett was born. Amen. And, uh, you know, one thing that uh, I was always, always felt humbled by and grateful for and, and blessed for. Uh, was all my life my parents had lived for God. And I began to realize how important this was uh, when I was a kid in grade school because I had other children coming up to me telling, you know, about how daddy got drunk and beat the mama and just all kind of horror stories. And I, I could remember at, at, at that time, the only real complaint I had was there's, uh, you know, there's six of us kids at home. There were seven total, but Floyd had kind of moved out by the time the last one got there. Amen. But I, I was thinking how the only thing we got to worry about is sometimes we're poor and we might worry about where the next meal's coming from. But we didn't have to worry about daddy getting drunk uh, and beating on mama. Or we didn't have to worry, uh, amen, about things of that nature. Uh, and there never was a question in my mind, uh, amen, that did my mama, daddy, or brothers, or sisters uh, love me because we was a tight family. Uh, and we, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, oh, but I'm telling you, uh, through the course of life, uh, amen, you may not have lived for God your whole life. Uh, maybe you're you were born children, amen, and you didn't always act the way you should, but I'm telling you, amen, that we can repent of that, and we can press through that, because we have the ability as men, we have, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost, we have the ability as adult people with children, my God, whether natural or spiritual, we can touch our Heavenly Father, and we can begin to pray into the pews of the church now. Amen. 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 Let me tell you what the 
devil would like for you to do. He would like for you to beat yourself up in such a way. Hey Amen. And take all the blame for those around you not living for God. Well, that may have been the old you, but there's a new you that knows how to fast, that knows how to pray. And my Bible said if I, and then Jesus speaking, he said if I be lifted up, I'll go all men. My God. Your children, your neighbor's children, your community, your town. If I be lifted up, I'll all men unto me. Pentecost, they were there lifting God up. Amen. And when the Holy Ghost fell, it began to be noise to broad that they were there lifting God up. And strange things was happening that they had never seen before because they were speaking in, a, in another tongue and in another language. It caused men to come out from the streets, come out from their houses, come out from their businesses, and begin to ask, what does this mean? I'm telling you something. If I can worship God, if I can create a move of God, if I can be sold out enough, somebody's going to ask, what does this Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise, God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But we do have obligations to God. Amen. Being man or head of the house don't mean all of a sudden, Amen, I've got this authority to be mean to people. Boss you around. You're less than me. No, sir. That just means a man's got a weight on his shoulders. A lot of times, men put more of a weight on their own shoulders than they have to. Yeah, they do. Amen. See, if we just believe God and trust in Him, it's like having a covenant or a contract with God. There's certain things that if we'll do for God, amen, that He'll provide every need that we have. Amen. 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 His Word has, has never been proven a lie. That's right. Amen. But if we're not careful, we'll get out of the book and we'll go through some things that will slow down our process, amen, in living for God. Amen. One thing that's hard for men to understand, and I guess people in general to understand, is God don't bless sin. But when we get out of the sin stage, amen, and get on to living for God, I'm not telling you you have to be perfect because you might slip, amen, along the way. But if you do, you have an advocate with the Father. You can fall on your face and ask for forgiveness. Oh, but don't willfully sin. He said if a man know to do good and do it not, it is a sin unto that man. Come on, brother. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No one can tell God, amen, how much more that they, they want their children saved than you. Right. Come on. I pray for, you know, if I know you've got children, I pray for them as much as probably I do my own. Some cases, maybe more. Depends on what the prayer is. Hallelujah. Amen. But there's something about a daddy and a mama's love that are living for God and crying out to God to save their children. For one, he already promised us in the book of Acts, amen, that he would save our children. Amen. Right. Amen. amen. That's 
There's another scripture in the Bible when Jesus was being led away. Amen. To be uh, hung and nailed to the tree. Uh, amen. And, uh, and uh, they was gathered around and they was weeping and crying. Uh, and Jesus said, don't weep for me, uh, but weep for yourselves uh, and your children. My God. Uh, there's another scripture. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, that said, when the woman travails, uh, the children are born. Uh, if you and I begin to travail, uh, amen, and get a hold of God, uh, God will save our children. He's bound by his word. Praise the Lord. He's not going to cross his word. Amen. It just won't happen. Praise the Lord. I want to go to Timothy. Book of Timothy, the fifth chapter. Verse 1 says, Rebuke not an elder, but treat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren. Amen. It says, in the, in the eighth verse, I'm going to skip on down and save some time. It says in the eighth verse, he says, But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Now, I don't think when it was mentioning provide, I don't think it's just talking about a roof over their head and food in their belly. Amen. But did you know one of the first commandments given to us, uh, amen, is that we begin to teach our children uh, how to live for God and the things that be of God. Amen. 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 You know, this is a wonderful thing that the Lord has given us. Not only ability, uh, the, the ability, amen, to take upon the knowledge of God, amen, but when you really love something, Amen. And, and, and a lot of times your family is what you're going to love the most because you're around them every day. Amen. And you're close to them. Amen. That ought to compel us uh, and that ought to drive us to learn all we can uh, about God and the Lord and the Word. Uh, amen. That we can rehearse these things uh, in the ears of our children often uh, that they might be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I wonder that the ones that talk to the children and the family members the, the least about the Lord in their home, I've got to wonder, do they really believe the message? I don't have the answer to that, but I wonder, is this why? Dad used to use an illustration, and I find that it works pretty good. He said if you were fixing to walk outside your home, and you knew that a big lion was waiting out there to pounce on you, you wouldn't walk out that door unless you had some kind of weapon to keep that lion at bay. That's right. Amen. If we really believe that heaven's real and hell is hot, I'm telling you we're going to do something about it. Right. Amen? Amen. Not only taking care of ourselves, but we're going to try to get in between hell and our loved ones. Come on. See, I see most of you at church, even some of my family I don't hardly ever see if you're not at church. They don't know how you act when you go home. But you have the ability 
amen, to judge yourself? Right. Am I teaching those around me? Am I doing my, my manly duty? Am I doing what God has said, amen, about leading my family into the ways of God? Yeah. Amen. I can only preach what we're supposed to do. But you have to know whether you're obeying the gospel or not. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd be a pretty cruel person if I went around pointing my fingers at people saying you're not doing enough when I, I spend very little time with you if you're not at church. Amen. Yeah. I've been accused of that. Well, you're accused me. No, I'm preaching the gospel. It's up to you to take it. Amen. Amen. And make of it. Praise the Lord. Right. What is what is needed and, and what's meant to be. Right. I want to go to the book of Deuteronomy for a little bit here. Uh, 6 and verse 1. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 1. Now these are the commandments and the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God command to teach you. That you might do them in the land whether you go to possess it. That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God and keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee that thou and thy sons and thy sons' sons all the days of thy life, that thy day, days may be prolonged. Hear, hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land which flows with milk and honey. And we know the first commandment. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. That is a pretty powerful First of all, we need to know who the God is that we serve. Mm -hmm. Amen. The second thing is, we've got to love God with such a powerful love that those around us know who we love the most and, and first. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Uh, I love my wife's family. It's It's been a process. Amen. But uh, I can remember at times on Sunday they'd come... And visit. When we got ready to go, we'd say, well, it's time to get ready to church. You want to get ready to go with us? They didn't go to church nowhere when we first got married. I'm not saying they're in the truth now, but they go to church. Right. Amen. Amen. They're going to the house of the Lord. Why? Because I believe with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, it's that love that they've seen us having for God. Amen. And made them have a made up mind. We've been missing something all these years. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can I tell you this? Amen. And be very direct and honest about it. Amen. When you take the stand for Jesus, when you decide to live for God, the sacrifice you make will trickle down and somebody else will obtain salvation on the life you and I live. Amen. 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 Because our first job is to be a witness after the Holy Ghost has come upon us. That's right. Amen. You will be able to reap the rewards of the benefit of living and witnessing for God. Somebody 
will pray. Somebody will call on the Lord. Amen. Because of the stand you and I are taking. Amen. Hallelujah. It's up to you and I on the decisions we make, how we want to live for God. I would like to live for God radically. Amen. Come on. It didn't take me very long to learn after uh, I prayed back through as an adult. The only way that I can do this and not get sidetracked is every decision that I make in my life, it's got to be wrapped around the things of the Lord. If I took a job, I had to be able to go to the house of God. Yeah. Come on. If I moved to a new town, it had to be the will of the Lord. Right. Right. Oh, it wasn't always convenient for me. Right. I had a, a house that was all paid off. I could have lived uh, debt free. I was debt free. And uh, when the Lord told me to move to Chautauqua, it took many years for me to ever get out of debt again. But I was in the will of the Lord, and he made a way. Praise the Lord. I mean, probably 15 years before I was ever debt free again. Hallelujah. Amen. But it'll be worth it off after all, child. That's what the song says. It'll be worth it after all. Amen. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you something. I begin to pray for my children. When they was little video babes and infants, I still pray for them today. God, don't let my children die lost without you. Why? Because I understand that there's a hell, there's a devil waiting in open arms trying to distract and pull them that way. I've got to be a buffer. Amen. Come on, somebody. I've got to be a gate between them and hell. I've got to take a stand for Jesus and let the world go by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As best we try to protect them. If we're not careful, they're going to be around somebody that's going to try to pollute their mind. Whether it's a relative or a friend, I try to watch who they hang around. Certain people, amen, when they come over to the house, start running off at the mouth things that they shouldn't be saying, I say you can clean that up or you can go on down the road. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to protect my family. Amen. Amen. And they seen how, how their dad was. And so when friends of theirs would come over, come on, they would say, look, we can't play with kids that are going to act this way. Either quit that or you got to go home. They become preachers.
Amen. They were going to bend his knee to Jesus and begin to live for God. But I'm telling you, be faithful. Be faithful over your service to God. Be excited about the place you're going to church. Come on, somebody. Don't get caught up on that gossip train. Amen. If the, hey, if the devil's trying to talk you in, amen, to lying and putting down your church, understand where it's coming from. Review that thing in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise above it and live for God. and I as adults, amen, we may be able to go through some scrapes and discouraging times, amen, and go on and live for God, but what about those, amen, that we're supposed to be the role model for, amen, the protector for, amen, amen. do they have enough strength, do they have enough strength, amen, I had a young man here one time, just sweet as could be, worship God. Oh, what a worshiper he was. He would run when no one else would run. Amen. But he's, uh, but the adults in his life, amen, become disgruntled. Amen. Begin to run me down the road. It, it wasn't very long to where every time the young man would talk to me, it was disrespectful and running me down the road. He didn't learn that on himself. Amen. But some devil in his household, yeah. amen, planted that in his mind. Amen. Man. Now who's going to help him? I'm still calling his name for Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm still calling his name. Amen. Amen. Towards heaven. Still calling their name too. Right. Amen. But I'm telling you, there's a storm coming. Right. Amen. There's a storm coming. Amen. We reap what we sow. Yeah. Hallelujah. And unless there's repentance, praise God. Amen. And the deeds that we do, we're going to pay. Look, when we repent, it's cast into the sea of forgetfulness. It's no longer we're not held accountable. Come on, we put it behind us. We rose above it. We're overcoming. But we can't keep repeating time and time and time again. What happens if God calls us home? Right. But there's no chance to go back and repent. No chance to go back and call upon the Lord. I was meditating on the Lord yesterday, tore up about some things. God began to talk to me. Amen. About some people. I just, it, look, if you're a Christian, if you love people and you're pulling for people to be saved, and, uh, look, you don't want no, you don't want nothing bad to happen, even to your worst enemy. Once you've overcome the flesh. Right. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow. But you can get there. Right. Amen. Yeah. And the Lord began to talk to me. And just a, just a weeping spirit entered my body. A sadness entered my heart. Amen. I know the Bible says. Vengeance is mine. Thus said the Lord. I shall repay. But I'm telling you. Don't be so cruel. Amen. That you call yourself a Christian and you want something bad to happen to someone else. If that's your spirit and if that's in your heart, you need to find an old-fashioned altar because you haven't touched God yet. Right. Amen. Amen. We're to love one another, lift one another up. Amen. Want what's best for each other. Want, look, amen, I would love nothing more than God to raise up some preachers that I couldn't hold a candle to. 
You know what? I'd carry the Bible if I needed to, Brother John. Amen. Come on. I'd give them gas money to go preach if I needed to. Why? Because the church is going to help the church to grow. The church, oh, come on, somebody. Amen. We're going to lift each other up instead of putting one another down. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's the fathers. Amen. That's the responsibility. Amen. To hold. Amen. When your knees are weak. Hold up prior the weight of it shaking up under you. But you know you got a responsibility. Amen. It's God and man. Come on, then woman, then children. Come on, somebody. We've got to build this church. Amen. A church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Somebody's gonna be in the church. I want to be in the church. Amen. No matter how discouraged you and I get sometimes, no matter how low sometimes we get in our spirit, amen, the church is going to go on. God is going to come back. He's going to split those Easter clouds just like he went away. And he's coming back after a church, amen, after those that have made themselves ready. Amen. I want that to be me. Amen. I want it to be you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here in the book of Proverbs, the 22nd chapter, the 6th verse, he says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, it will not depart from it. Amen. I thought about my rage, and I was raised well. I was raised in the house of the Lord. Yeah, I've seen some ugly things, even in the church that happened. Amen. But nonetheless, I was fortunate that I had a dad that could ride the storm. If the storm would have been a bronc, amen, I believe he'd have scored a 90 every time the gates was open. He just would refuse to give up. At one time, amen, there wasn't none of us kids living for God. I'm sure within himself, he probably asked, his, he probably asked God why. Didn't I hang on? Didn't I, didn't I stay the course? But you know, one day God spoke to him about starting a church. He started out in Afton, Oklahoma. Then the Lord moved him to Shistopa. And within the first two years, amen, uh, at least 80% of the children come in and pray back through. Amen. Now most of us is in the house of the Lord somewhere living for God. Amen. Amen. Stay the course. Men be men regardless of what it looks like. Right. If we don't hold Jesus up, how's the rest of them going to follow? Right. Yeah. I know it's huge responsibilities, but God will make a way where there seemeth not to be a way. Amen. I thought of some dads in the Bible. I thought, my, what kind of dad would I want to be? I simply want to be one that is written about Maybe a, a Noah that said, I'll build the ark if that's what I'm called. If nothing else but to save uh, my, my family, their children, and the children's children. Amen. I'll build that ark. I'll work for 100 years if it takes it to save us from the flood. Not everybody can be Father Abraham. Amen. But Abraham, he simply trusted the Lord and went wherever God sent him. And he was a father of many nations. Yep. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. What about Joseph? Come on. Amen. He had to marry a bride that was already with child. Think about it. Yeah. Sometimes it won't make sense. But you know what separated Joseph from a lot of men? Before he flew off at the handle and done something that he shouldn't have done, he went to prayer first. Mm -hmm. An angel of the Lord began to appear unto him and told him, you go ahead and take Mary to be your, yeah. your wife because that which is in her is of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Come on. Sometimes the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, has created some strange things, uh, but it's not to derail our families, uh, but to draw us closer to God. Amen. Amen. Look, if we're going to trust God, we've got to trust Him when we're on the mountaintop and when we're in the valley as well. Right. Amen. amen. But I'm telling you, if we'll hang on, there's nothing that God won't pull us through. Right. That's right. Nothing he won't pull us through. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. So many stories in the Bible we could tell. But they were great men. They were great fathers. They were great dads. They all had one thing in common. They refused to give up on this glorious gospel. Amen. You know, I used to really think I was somebody in the natural they could go about anywhere in the United States and ride races. Amen. Whether I was the best at it or not, I could always make a living at it. That was what was important to me. Praise the Lord. But nothing could compare to the times I've had living for God. They've hands down been the best times in my life. Amen. We serve a God that won't leave us nor forsake us. He'll be there always for us. But we've got to have a made up mind that we're going to always be there for him. Amen. You see, our, our story's not over yet. Amen. We're just in the, maybe the middle stages even. Maybe some are closer to the end. Maybe some are closer to the beginning. But I'm telling you something. Let's let God be the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen? Amen. Let us not get derailed and, and begin to live outside of the book. Men, right. like it or not, we have the ability to shape our families in the right direction Amen. or send them down the wrong path. That's right. Let's give them every opportunity we have. Amen. Amen. You know, I think so many times about uh, had friends and stuff just be upset. Well, my wife this and and my wife that. But while they were talking about their wife, they were probably sitting on a bar stool somewhere, tipping back several sets. Instead of going straight home, they still stopped off at the local singles bar, winking a few gals, and hoping to get some attention. But they couldn't understand why they're wife didn't respect them. Come on. Right. You're going to reap what you sow. That's a scripture. Yeah. Amen. Men, that goes for us. We do have a chance to shape good Christian homes and touch lives. Praise the Lord. 
but we got to live it with everything that's within us. If we can just take hold of the first and greatest commandment, which is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. If you really fall in love with God, there's nothing that's going to stand in your way of living for the Lord. Right. You won't bend the rules. Amen. You won't make new ones. Right. You won't rewrite the scripture. Right. You won't excuse yourself from what the Bible says. Come on, brother. That's right. Amen. But you'll simply know that this is your roadmap and you got to follow it. Amen. You may not know everything that's in here, but study to show yourself approved unto God. Amen. Amen. Be pliable. Let him teach you what he will. Amen. Does anybody need?